Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. And today I will be talking about my favorite book, The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. And this book has been my favorite book for a while now. And every time I try to explain or just give a short summary of the book to someone, I feel like it's never really a good summary of the book. So today we are just going to dig deeper into um, everything about this book. So first of all, I will start with the short summary. And since my summary of the book is always so bad, it always just sounds like it's about this kid who gets kicked out of his boarding school and then he goes around New York and he just meets all these crazy people and all this crazy stuff happens to him and it's just a really bad way to summarize the book. I am going to read a little short summary of the book that I found online. So this is from Britannica.com and it says The Couch in the Rye, a novel by J.D. Salinger. The novel details two days in the life of a 16-year-old Holden Caulfield after he has been expelled from prep school. Confused and disillusioned, Holden searches for the truth and rails against the phoniness of adult of the adult world. He ends up exhausted and emotionally unstable. So, the main character of this book is 16-year-old Holden Caulfield. And he gets kicked out of, he's been kicked out of many boarding schools, right? Or preparatory schools, schools. (laughs) And he's currently going to this one and he is failing every class except English. And so they're kicking him out. And he has a few days between the time where he has been kicked out, right? And... when his parents are going to come get him from the school. So he decides that he's just going to leave and just spend these few days in New York City. And it's actually crazy to me that it's only two days because when you are reading the book, these two days seem like an eternity. They seem like two months, two years. It's, It's honestly crazy. Um... So, it says in this summary that he searches for the truth and rails against the phoniness of the adult world. So, Holden's thing is he calls people's people phonies if they are, like, um, if they think they're better than other people or that they're, they're just kind of like a fake person. You know, they'll, like, say they're going to do something, but they won't. Or they will be really nice to your face, but they're really, you know, an ugly person. That kind of thing. He calls those people phonies. And he thinks pretty much everyone around him, everyone at his school, everyone that he, you know, pretty much meets throughout the story and has really ever met is a phony. And... It's really interesting because he thinks of phonies as these people who write, you know, thinks they're better than other people, which he thinks he's better than them, 
making him a phony too. So Holden is a pretty hypocritical character in that sense because he's always talking about how he dislikes phonies and they think they're better than everyone else when he thinks he's better than them making him a phony, right? So a lot of people say that Holden is um, a dislikable main character because he is hypocritical in this big way. But I think it actually makes him more of a relatable character because he is a 16-year-old boy. I mean, he's a teenager. And I think that's what makes it uh, this book appealing to many teenagers is how relatable the main character is. I mean, you know, everyone just thinks they're better than everyone else, right? You know? And it says, yeah, he searches for the truth and rails against the phoniness of the adult world. So this book is really, truly about, when it comes down to it, Holden um, is in this in-between phase, in-between childhood, and in-between adulthood. And he is struggling to you know, like, he's struggling in the sense that he doesn't know if he still wants to be a kid or he wants to be an adult. And there's many times in the book where he runs into situations where he has to be, you know, an adult figure or a kid figure. And most of the time he chooses an adult figure, which is interesting. Um, and I will get into that. But... Yeah, he ends up exhausted and emotionally unstable. So, where shall we start from here? Um, let's start with the title of the book. That was just that was just the summary and the the plot. Everyone, let's start with the title. So, the title of the book is "The Catcher in the Rye," right? And it is actually based on this thing that Holden says. He, he talks about this, um, this poem or this song that he thinks the line is, if a body catch a body coming through the rye, when it's really if a body meet a body coming through the rye, um, a poem by Robert Burns. And... He thinks the line is of body catch a body coming through the rye. And he interprets that with um, being the catcher in the rye, which he says he wants to be. There's a, a point in the book, I can't remember when, maybe uh, middle to end-ish, where he says that all he wants to do is be the catcher in the rye. And he interprets that with standing on a cliff and there's a bunch of children and he makes sure he makes sure that they don't fall off the edge and falling off the edge of the cliff is kind of like losing your childhood and losing your innocence of being a kid right he doesn't want these kids to grow up he cuz since he is in this in-between stage, in-between childhood and adulthood, he is experience some, he's experiencing um, 
a lot of the adult world, especially when he goes on this, you know, two-day journey. And he sees how cruel and disgusting the world is. And I think that's why he, he wants to, you know, save these kids from losing their innocence of being a child because he knows that once you grow up, you'll lose all of that. And he knows it's not really that pleasant. So I think that is honestly the main kind of theme in this book is losing your childhood, losing your innocence. Um, And he wants to protect kids because he knows he's already lost a lot of his childhood innocence, but he wants to save kids from losing theirs like he did. So he has this younger sister named Phoebe. And at one point in the book, he goes to her school because he says that he's going to run away somewhere and he's never going to come back. And he wants to, you know, meet with Phoebe one last time. So he goes to Phoebe's school to give the office a letter to give to her, telling her to meet him somewhere. And he sees on the school wall, and she's, like, in elementary school, you know? She's pretty young. And he sees, um, fuck you written on the wall, right? And he knows that these kids are going to see that, and they're not going to know what it means, right? Because they're so young and so innocent. And then they're going to ask one kid, and one kid's going to know, right? Because there's always one kid that knows too much for their age, right? And then that kid's going to tell all of them, and then they're going to lose their childhood innocence. And he doesn't want that, so he wipes it off the wall and he keeps walking in the school and then he sees a bigger fuck you written on the wall and he realizes that he can try all he wants to keep these kids like pure and innocent but it's it's never gonna actually work there's always going to be a bigger fuck you written on the wall you know, he even says that there's going to be a fuck you written on his tombstone. You know, people are, you know, the world is so cruel and it's so gross and and, and not pure or innocent, you know. And there's nothing he can do about that. And that really, really messes with him. Because he wants to keep these kids pure because he doesn't want them to end up like he's ending up, which is this kid who doesn't have any sense of direction in life, who has been exposed to all this stuff, you know? And especially, I think one thing that you really do need to read the book for is just all the stuff that happens in the middle. It's, it's really hard to touch on all of that because a lot of it does have um, symbolic meanings to it. You know, a lot of the people he meets, a lot of the things he describes, a lot of the stuff he sees, 
it all means something deeper, you know? And I think that's one of the things you have to read the story for because there is so much. Like I said, it's crazy to think about the fact that all of this goes down in two days. So it's really something you need to read the book for. And I really recommend this book. I think it's great. Um, Great for teenagers, too. And, yeah. Yeah, so I think what the book kind of leaves you with in the end is just accepting that you can't stay a kid forever. You can't stay innocent forever. And... It's okay to lose your childhood and to grow up. And I think we see that Holden accepts that at the end when he watches Phoebe just go around and around the carousel. Um, and just watching how how sweet it is, how how innocent she is as a child and just remembering what that was like for him and just realizing that he it's okay to grow up as long as you just remember you know what it was like being like Phoebe's age and and being a kid like that and just accepting all parts of life and that kind of thing so i think that is where I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, That's just kind of what I felt throughout the book. That's just kind of some thoughts I had on the book. So if your thoughts are different, that's totally, completely okay. And maybe I can do another book video or something. I don't know. This is my favorite book, so that's why I'm so invested in it. Other ones, I don't know if my review or kind of analysis on it would be that good but yeah I think that is it for this podcast episode see you later